0: What's up guys? Welcome back to the Lean and Mean Academy. In today's video, the title is That's Not Cleaning, That's Restoration. Look, I see it all the time. I've been in this business for about six years. I've watched guys grow from brand new, get fired from their job, have no money in their pocket, all the way to going and making multiple six figures in this business. And I've had the honor and the pleasure to watch them and, you know, Try to guide them along the way. It's been a blast. They've done the work, uh, but it's been super fun. And one thing that I have noticed is the learning curve for guys to understand on what is cleaning and what is restoration. They are two different things and they should be priced completely differently. They all use a different set of chemicals. Okay. Cleaning is a category all its own. And that is one thing that we do the most of. What do we clean with? We clean with sodium hypochlorite, aka bleach and a surfactant, and that removes this keyword organic matter. Surfactant and bleach remove things that are living organic matter on the side of homes, substrates, whatever it may be. That is the cleaning process. Now, restoration is a category all its own. And in this video, I've got about four or five, maybe even six categories of restoration that you can apply into your business. And maybe you're doing it right now. You just need to understand the pricing difference of what restoration dictates. Restoration charges double or even triple of what cleaning charges simply because it requires chemical expertise Chemical knowledge of what chemical to buy, what ratios to put on, how to remove it, what pressures, what abrasives, what we need to apply to remove the stain safely, properly, and restore the substrate back to hopefully its previous luster and beauty. Now, this video wouldn't be a lean and mean video if I didn't sell you something. Now, if you're looking to launch your pressure washing business into 2023 and you're wanting to learn how to use all of these chemicals, how to wash, how to do all of the processes when it comes to using the pressure washer properly, the soft washer, applying chems, mixing chems, doing all of the things that are constituted under the umbrella of how to actually wash like the professionals. Mike Vidan, Cody Yarbrough, Justin Rogers, and myself built the How to Wash course. Go ahead and get it. It'll be the first link in the description. First link in the comments. This course has been taken by, by thousands of guys around the globe and got them all started off on the right foot, just so you don't make those mistakes and cost yourself some insurance money uh, for claims, putting too much kim in a place it shouldn't be, okay, or the wrong kim. All right, that's a disaster and an insurance claim waiting to happen. Go ahead and grab it. First link in the description, first link in the comments. Let's jump into this restoration, not cleaning sequence. The first one we're gonna focus on is mud and clay stain removal. Now, a lot of times you're gonna see this in areas who have uh, red clay, red mud. What happens is the drip line from the roof of some of these houses, splatters back up on the brick or whatever substrate they have and creates this red mud stain. And the crazy thing is you can't get it off with just pressure. You actually have to use a chemical. We love a chemical called Mud May Day. Uh, it's at southeastsoftwash.com. It works like a charm. And since you cannot remove this with bleach, or just a pressure washer, this is categorized as restoration. You would charge double or even triple to remove mud or clay stains with this. Now, you can remove mud and clay from concrete, from sidewalks, uh, wherever drainage has happened and maybe settled into the concrete and stained it up. This is a good high-ticket service that guys can implement. Now, the next one is called rust removal. This one's super popular when it comes to fertilizers or things that have leached out onto the concrete and set in stains. A lot of rust pop-outs happen in concrete, Uh, even when railings, I knew there's this new kind of retro style uh, railing that these companies are putting in for these modern buildings, and it's just this iron and it leaches out. The rust leaches down the side of the wall, causing rust stains. These cannot be cleaned with bleach or water or pressure, and they require a rust removal chemical. We like Rust Rescue again over at Southeast Softwash. It works like a charm. This stuff is super bad, you have to get it by the pallet. Um, and that, because UPS will not ship it. So it's a super mean chemical and that's how you're going to get out the rust stains. Now, the next blight that we're going to focus on is efflorescence removal. Some people are not going to know what an efflorescence is, but you definitely have seen it before. Efflorescence is a white salt calcium-based uh, particle that leaches out of the mortar uh, in brick and block uh, where these walls have been put up. Usually, it's vertical surfaces that have this, and you can remove this with a chemical called eFloGo and it will take it right off. You spray it on, you let it dwell, and you rinse it with a pressure washer or sometimes even a soft washer if it's a lighter uh, version of efflorescence. This is another form of that restoration that you can charge uh, hundreds, maybe even thousands of dollars, depending on how bad this is. Again, bleach is not going to get this off, so it falls into the restoration category. Graffiti removal. This one's very popular in the cities and areas where there's, frankly, more crime the crazy thing about graffiti removal is that if you're underpricing it, you truly are letting down your pocketbook because graffiti removal usually is a very timely thing. The customer needs it done immediately. And that's why it's restoration. Usually it's a vulgar word sprayed on the side of a Nordstrom somewhere, and they have to have it done before 10 a.m. that morning. And you can charge a thousand dollars to remove that like that. They will pay you on the spot. And you'll be able to complete this restoration because it's so timely. Make sure you price it right though. Some graffiti is thicker than others. Some of it's with uh, road paint. Some of it's with acrylic. Some of it is very easy to get off. Some of it is not so much the one big pitfall you need to watch out for when it comes to graffiti removal is removing the graffiti itself if it's on stucco and not removing the oxidation on the stucco that's probably going to be present there. You're going to have a big splotch uh, where the oxidation is going to be removed if you use high pressure. So you really need to study your chemicals. We go over to this in the How to Wash course really in depth, but you need to study pressures and volumes of chemical and ratios in order to not remove the oxidation on the wall because then it's going to leave a lot, big streak even after you've removed the graffiti, okay? This is huge. Study up. Another one is gutter stripe removal. This is super common in the South. As a kid, I didn't even know you could remove this. Apparently, all the rich people did. We weren't that. And gutter stripe removal is a chemical reaction between the asphalt and the shingles and the aluminum on the gutters. This is something that can be removed with something called Gutter Guard. It is an oxidation remover, and it does this in an excellent way. You can't remove it with bleach. You could spray high pressure right up next to the gutter. The key, though, with gutter stripe removal chemicals, is that you don't let them set too long because they will remove the paint on the gutter. I promise you it will. You need to make sure you study up on the back of that jug. You need to understand the dwell times when it comes to gutter stripe removal. The last and final one that I'm going to talk to you guys today is oil removal from concrete. Okay, this is a restoration job and it usually requires a heavy degreaser. The key with oil removal is that you don't over promise and you just always over deliver when it comes down to over promising that is you telling the customer that you can make this concrete look brand new after an oil stain has been sitting there for a year or two years that's just not gonna happen you're not going to be able to get it out a hundred percent but the restoration process would be you using a chemical we love dynamite degreaser it is super mean super heavy super hot mix I wouldn't get any on you it'll probably burn your skin off but it will take the most oil out of that concrete possible, uh, even with a cold water machine. Preferably, if you're going to do a lot of oil remover uh, removal, you're going to be using a hot water machine. Uh, that's where those guys who are doing uh, gas station pads, they're doing oily shops, cleaning things of that nature all the way to the fast food restaurants. Oil removal is not cleaning, it is restoration. Now, think about this real quick. If you were to spray sodium hypochlorite on the concrete and just clean it off, remove all the organics from the concrete, that would be what? Cleaning. But now that we are tasked with an oil removal job, it has become restoration. It is a spot treatment. It is a focus on this one area to lighten this oil spot. So I hope you guys understand what is not cleaning. And what is restoration and why you should think differently about both? Restoration calls for double, even triple the price of what you would charge to clean it. That's a general idea on how I would charge. So you need to look at it. You need to say, how much chem am I going to use? A, what is the expertise I have to have to know how to use this chem and not kill the landscape or not damage uh, certain pieces of this building, like certain degreasers you don't want to get on aluminum, right? That, that's key. You need to know that, okay? There's a lot of chemical reactions that, frankly, backyard chemists uh, can damage things. And we've seen it all the time. You can drive around town and see uh, stucco that has been completely ripped apart from somebody putting a surface cleaner or one of those mini surface cleaners on a wall use uh, removing graffiti and it has removed all the oxidation on the wall which you would think would be good but now they got this big splotch of surface cleaner swirl marks on their stucco and their drive it and it is just something that's going to have to be uh, recoated or even repainted but if you repaint it, you got to remove the oxidation. So if you've watched this far into the video, thank you guys. Give this video a like, go ahead and subscribe to the channel. And if you've watched this far in the video, go ahead and comment below. Bleach won't cut it. And I'll hashtag you a let's go baby. All right, guys, I'll see you in the next video. This is the best place to be for starting a pressure washing business. Some of the things that they teach and sticking to the blueprint i've i've already seen the results man this page has done a lot for me i've landed a lot of big jobs anything questions that i have i just search inside the page itself and (laughs) i could find answers and other things that i didn't even think about this group has literally changed my business Crazy amounts within the past month. It's awesome. Uh, I've gotten a lot of clicks out of it, a lot of info. Got a phone call today, scored a job off of that. It's a support group to help us, local small pressure washing owners, to really grow our business and expand it and help us stand out in our marketplace.